better skills, better doctors. Join Rebecca Ong and Michael Peluso from TCM Hub as we go beyond the nuts and bolts of clinical practice to navigate some of the more challenging aspects of being a self-employed physician. Welcome to Better Skills, Better Doctors. We are your hosts, Rebecca Ong and Michael Peluso. Before we dive in, be sure to head over to tcm-hub.com and click Hub Community to join a network of your colleagues. There you can get help with your herbal medicine cases and get coached on topics covered in this podcast. Hub Community is only for those who are licensed practitioners of Chinese medicine and students who are enrolled in an accredited Chinese medicine program. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Better Skills, Better Doctors. Uh, Whether you're new to the podcast or a returning listener, thanks for joining me today. I have one announcement that I want to start with before getting to the episode. As of the recording of this podcast episode, we have our next Harmonize training that will be taking place in Charleston, South Carolina on April 12th to the 14th. And for those of you who are somehow not familiar, uh, Harmonize teaches you a streamlined and efficient system for diagnosis, formula selection, treatment, and patient commitment and compliance. No one teaches us how to practice herbal medicine in a real world, modern world setting, nor does anyone teach you how to implement this into your business so that you can actually earn a living doing it until now. We have only one or two seats left for the training and the application process is currently open. If you're interested or want to apply, head to tcmhub.com slash harmonize. Okay, on to the episode. So, I was recently listening to a podcast um, episode. The um, There was a panel of women um, doing a discussion. And all of the women on this panel were life coaches with various religious backgrounds. Now, one of the things that stood out for me and what inspired me to do this episode was the very specific niches that they served. So, for example, we had one woman who was a life coach for Catholics Another was a life coach for Muslim women who want to prioritize themselves and find satisfaction in their relationships. Another one was a faith crisis and faith transition coach for members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And another woman was a life coach for Christian women in chronic pain. And then the last one was she was a newlywed coach for Orthodox Jewish women. Now that is a niche. Right now, some of these are so specific that someone will see their title and say, that is me. Now, that kind of response is the ultimate goal when you're creating your messaging. You want someone to find you and immediately know that you're the one for them. Now, most people out there practicing haven't chosen a specific niche and are what would be considered as general practitioners, which I'll refer to as GPs just to save a mouthful. Um, They treat any condition that comes in, whether it's musculoskeletal pain, digestion, women's health, dermatology, you know, you get the idea. And there is absolutely nothing wrong with being a GP. You know, there's an aspect of seeing a lot of different conditions on any given day that can be kind of exciting and it keeps you on your toes. And when you're a newer practitioner, it's, it's good to have a variety 
uh, to get good with patient communication and just to get a lot of reps in. And then over time, you'll usually often find your niche or your specialty. Also, if you practice in an area where access to any healthcare can be limited, having a general practice may be a great way to serve your community. However, what very often happens is when someone is a GP is that they tend to have a difficult time targeting their messaging. And what I mean by messaging is the way that they tell the world how they can help someone, why they are the exact right doctor for that someone, and why they should choose you over someone else. Now, just about every one of us, we're conditioned to think that what we provide to a patient is acupuncture or herbal medicine or whatever treatment modality that you practice. So when we tell the world about what we do, we say something along the lines of, I practice acupuncture, which is an ancient medicine over 3,000 years old, and it can treat a wide variety of conditions, and it's safe, and it's painless, and it's natural, and it stimulates the body's innate immune system so as to heal itself, and on and on and on. <laughs> right? That's kind of pretty much what everyone, uh, everyone's website says, right? Now, if every Chinese medicine doctor is out there saying the same thing on their websites or variations of the same thing, how can you possibly stand out in the eyes of the potential patient? Well, if every practitioner, more or less, seems like they do the same thing, a potential patient will start looking for ways to differentiate. They may look at testimonials, um, but if they're on your website, they're probably all going to be stellar, right? Otherwise, they wouldn't be there. And they often don't say that much other than you're great, right? Um, they may look at the distance from their work or home, you know, convenience. It can be a very big factor when making a decision. But really what ends up happening is that the potential patients start making their decision based off of price. If what you and everyone else in the area offers is, quotation fingers, acupuncture or herbs, then naturally someone will go for the less expensive acupuncture or herbs. People don't like to spend more money than they have to, right? If it all seems the same, then people will pick the cheaper of the options. We all do it on Amazon, right? I'll scroll through, I'll scroll through like 50 types of kitchen sponges and then eventually just pick the ones that are on sale. <laughs> Now, if the patient has insurance coverage, they will often travel the farther distance to the person who takes their benefits. I actually had a patient once who came to me because I took her insurance and she was seeing a different practitioner, but that person was out of the way between her work and her home and added an extra like 40 minutes to her commute. So she came to me because I was on her route and more convenient. She emailed me after her first visit to cancel her future visits saying, she decided to go back to the original practitioner because she didn't charge her for the co-payment she was obligated to pay, which, by the way, is totally not allowed. <laughs> Don't do that if you take insurance because you're in violation of your contract. Oh, and her co-payment was $20. So by saying and thinking that what you sell and what the patient is getting is acupuncture or herbs, then you are commoditizing your services. And once you're commoditized, then it becomes a race to the bottom. 
Now I want everyone to write this down or type it in a note on your phone, unless you're driving, of course, you know, safety first. And I'll give you a second to grab a pen or open your notes. Okay. All right. So I want you to write this down. Patients are not looking for herbs or acupuncture. Patients are looking for a solution. Patients are not paying for herbs, acupuncture, my time, or my worth. They are paying for an outcome. I want you to keep this visible on your desk, in your car, on your mirror, wherever it will be a constant reminder. Now, whenever I, or when I was in my first year at NISA, my TCM theory teacher was telling us about how she got into Chinese medicine. And um, how it went was her daughter, when she was a baby, was really sick and nobody could figure out why. And a friend just happened to ask her, have you tried acupuncture? And my teacher said, if someone told me to wave a dead chicken over this kid's head and it would make her better, I would have done it. Thankfully, it wasn't a dead chicken. And thankfully, her daughter did get better. Now, patients are not looking for herbs or acupuncture. Patients are looking for a solution. So this is where dialed-in messaging comes in. The better that you can tell the world that you can help them through your messaging, the easier it will be for potential patients to find you and to choose you. And the less you have to sell them on your treatment plan and sell them when it comes to asking for money. And the more niched down you are, the more specific, the more focused, and the more effective your messaging will be. Then more people will find you and immediately say, this is the one. The more niche down you are, the higher you can price your services as well. Because you are so specialized, there's little to no competition for such a specific outcome. And the more niche the more aligned you will be with the work that you're doing. When you are operating from a place of alignment, you are acting with clarity and ease. So how do you decide on a niche? Well, usually a person's niche or specialty is yourself. You know, it's a, it's a former or sometimes current identity or struggle that you overcame. And now based off of your experience, you fully understand how to support those that are currently experiencing that same struggle. Now, using myself as an example, in my Chinese medicine practice, I was an orthopedic specialist because I grew up as a competitive athlete and sports and athletic activities are an important part of my life. In retrospect, if I were to reopen an orthopedic clinic again, I would niche way down to ACL injury recovery because having experienced that injury and that surgery I have direct insight into the long, frustrating, and, com- and painful recovery process. Now, in my coaching practice, my niche is self-employed Chinese medicine physicians grossing a minimum of $70,000 a year who are seeking free time and are now starting to feel burnt out in the dream practice they worked so hard to create. So in other words, my niche is the person who is thinking, oh, shit, I built what I wanted and now I'm trapped and exhausted. (laughs) I chose this because I have been there myself and I know exactly what she is going through and what she needs to overcome her problem. 
If you don't currently have a niche or a specialty, take some time to think about what that may be. What is a problem, an identity, or even a personality that you're really good at speaking and relating to? If you do have a niche or a specialty, how can you niche down even more? If you need help with this, reach out to me at Rebecca at tcm-hub.com, or you can DM me on Instagram at your.living.practice. That's all I have for today. If you need help with getting unstuck, getting out of your own way, or feeling dissatisfied in any way, and wanting to step into a higher version of yourself, then life and performance coaching may be exactly what you need. Head over to tcm-hub.com slash living practice, or click living practice at the top of the page. There, you can read more about coaching for self-employed Chinese medicine physicians and schedule an introductory chat with me. So if you found this episode helpful um, and valuable, please share it with a friend. And if you could be so kind as to take a moment to leave a written review in your Apple podcast app or rate us on Spotify, we would really appreciate it. Thanks for listening and for considering new perspectives. I'll talk to you next time. Bye. Rebecca Ong is a certified professional life coach for Chinese medicine physicians. She is not a certified financial planner, financial advisor, or accountant. Life coaching is not a substitute for therapy, medicine, or medical treatment. Anything discussed in this podcast is for general education and entertainment purposes only.